Today Show. Where smart is the new sexy. And now, April Hunter. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, all you beautiful people. We have Ray introducing our guest tonight because he's got the voice and I do not. So, Ray. Stop. You have a voice, too. Would you without, stop? Without further ado. All right. Here we go. Let's do this the right way. Let me just lower this down. Oh, oh we're going to have special, special. I know. I know. This is great. In a world where the A-Show has a brand new guest this week. Wade Hunt Williams is an actor and a musician from Los Angeles. He's been involved in many aspects of the entertainment business. He spent most of his young years on stage in Tennessee. Musical theater launched his love of music and acting. Wade has watched and learned from some of the greatest directors, actors, and producers Hollywood has to offer. The independent films that Wade has the lead in have grossed millions worldwide. At this time, he has recently landed a lead in an HBO original film coming today. Not this fall. It's going to be today. Ladies and gentlemen, The A Show gives you Wade Williams. I wasn't. Hey guys, how are you? Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for making time to come up on here. I'm oh, I'm blessed, man. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah, I got. I, I just realized I need to update that that bio. That bio is uh, it's old. It's yes. old. It's yeah. At this at this point, like even a, a couple of weeks, it's old. So yeah. So the HBO. Uh, time, oh wait, see, the HBO series is called Burden of Proof. Thank you. Burden of yeah. proof. I'm sorry. Burden, burden of, of proof. proof. Yeah. Burden of proof is the HBO series, and I just had a movie Which is come Max, out. Max, by the way, it's Max. Oh yeah, it's now, now Max. Yeah. Just to, just to confuse us. Right. Um, and Peacock, we're looking at you to change your name now. What is Peacock? I don't even know what Peacock is. So well, HBO HBO dropped HBO Max dropped the HBO. You're right. So Peacock can go ahead and drop the. Yes, the cock. Oh. <laughs> come on, brother. Already into the already into the jokes. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday, as he freezes, uh, my newest film, A Time for Every Purpose, just came out on uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh, Apple Apple TV, um, Amazon Prime, and a bunch of others. I, th I think I sent uh, April uh, a list of all the things that are on. But yeah, so yeah, things things are good, man. Things oh, are good. Awesome. So a time for every purpose that is yes, out as of yesterday. Yes. I think uh, I, I saw, I'll make I'll find that list that you sent, but uh, anybody can do a little search for that and find it if they want to see it. And that that's actually I know you do uh, I'll say regular movies, and you're also plugged in to do you do the faith based films as well. So that keeps you busy on. Oh, wait yeah, a second, five, right? hold on. You do the you do the movies my mother watches like all the time. My mother's a Christian, a 70-something-year-old Christian woman. She That's a market. There's a big market for that. Yeah, dude. She probably <laughs> yeah. knows you. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I've got a, a – what is it? Pure Flix. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff on Pure Flix. Um, very proud of my faith. I'm proud. And his faith uh, has frozen. Uh, I'm proud hey, of what, you know, the Excuse movies me for a second. You're freezing with, a lot. Uh, with with faith-based movies. Yes. You are, you are freezing I? a lot. So if there's any way to slow down the internet traffic, you might want to – Try to do all that. right. Let me go. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Let me go tell, tell some kids to turn off <laughs> Very cool. turn off the gaming. Very cool. Yeah, I've been, Wade, I've been Wade there, has uh, a family there and they all like to uh, game and download and upload and all that stuff. So 
it's probably a, a challenge at the moment. But in the so, meantime, yeah, hi, hi. Kaz. hi, Allie. Hi, Eva. What's up, Alex? Gamwolfers. Hey, uh, Laquifa and Bigwig. Thanks for being here, Bigwig. I saw you up here earlier. Cool, awesome dude. What's up, Allie? My, my, my online husband there, Speedway. Drone, hi. So I, am I missing anybody? No. Wow. I, I, Seeing more I, people come in notary. Hello. I don't like so, shouting out individual people, but I haven't seen Jerome in a long time. What's going on, brother? I know. I know. I know. Kaz, you're awesome. Thank you so much for everything. Just was just welcoming everybody in. Thanks for being here. So I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry if I'm freezing. Don't I'm worry just, about it. It happens. It happens. I shut. I just went and, and drowned all my children. I'm kidding. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I've done it. So very Florida times. of you. It's it's you know it's it's a daily thing. It's, it's a daily. Hannah please turn off the TV. Thank you. So okay. don't you talk back to him. <laughs> oh, he can't hear me, right? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, so like I was telling you before, my mother, we were talking about how how you know you do the faith based movies, and uh, you were talking about your faith. What is your faith? Oh, I'm a Christian, and I'm 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 a proud proud Christian. Um, so am I. Yeah. yeah. Watch. And it's so. It's, I'll be. Uh, <laughs> I just learned. To, I, I just learned to do all this stuff. So we're gonna have a whole bunch of fun. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna be the the, uh, the the token pagan over here, I guess. Well, I, I I don't think you're a pagan. I think that you, you just. I think everyone. Here's the way I describe it: is everyone's a Christian, they just don't know it yet. Amen. Uh, because I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, God is absolutely real, and I I think I what I've. And this is you've asked the question, so let me know. Okay, I'm going to get on a rant. If I freeze, just hold up your hands because I'm I'm about to get up on my pulpit. What happens is one of the, Mel Gibson said something. I think it was yesterday, or he, he streamed something that was very poignant. I've been saying it for a long time. One of the things that will separate people from the from the possibility of Christ, Christ meaning the truth, mm -hmm. uh, is the church. Is is a, is churchy people will will turn off Christians. Yeah, like that. Churchy you know? people are annoying as fuck. Sorry, yeah. I'm just saying. No, no, it's it's okay. But what what I've discovered, and this kind of goes into my story of of like having been dead for a few minutes, which we'll get into, what? is like there's a metaphysical. Yeah, I died, and I I, I yeah. died, and I left my body. We're gonna, we're gonna yes, we're gonna explain uh, the near death experience that he had, where he died for five minutes and then was in a coma for six weeks. So there's a lot that came from that as well as the fantastic lifelong yeah. career he's had that started out in a really interesting metal hairband. Hey, wait, real quick. Just, yeah. so, just so you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if April Stooge is off to you, but you know, my dad was a pastor. Oh yeah. My dad was a pastor. He was in ministry. Um, he helped in the, well, he, he started a, uh, what was called the broken chains ministry where he ministered to um, ex convicts, uh, drug addicts. Uh, so I grew up uh, like tagging along with him doing a whole bunch of that stuff. So I grew up in the faith. I grew up in the church. My mother still goes to church every single Sunday. She, I come, I come to visit her and, and, and my son's there already. And he's like, I'm like, where's grandma? She's he's praying. She's praying. She's mm. praying. You know, so he has the TV off out of respect. Look at that. That's so sweet. Wade sexy. grew up in the church too. His band, his band was called Leather Nun. No way. Yes. Sixteen was, years I, old. He had a record out. That is dope, dude. I was in a band called Leather Nun. Um, yeah, it was we had we had our own club in Jacksonville, Florida. We called it the convent. Uh, I mean, we were real I respect that. Really, we're really blasphemous, you know. And I think for if my I think my existence, if we're talking about my faith, if, if my well, I think I'm frozen at this point. Um no, you my existence, the fact that I can be 
a complete, not just pagan, but like demonic, evil son of a bitch and come to understanding of God's grace and his, his presence through, through Jesus um, is, is pretty outstanding. I mean, I'm, I'm, if, if I can do it, trust me, anybody can do it. April, there's still hope for you. I'm telling you. Really <laughs> um, okay. You but, I think, so. but I think, I think what happens is, is people just, people look at Jesus as something weird and it, it really is. It's like saying, well, um, well, the streams don't run in the, the, the ocean is the ocean happens by itself, but the streams are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, 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 wait, hold on. The streams run into the ocean. Right. So my, my, my thing is like, I think what's happened is, is that the world and that we can, we can, and I've been watching you guys and, and I, I know where April's head is at. The, the okay. truth of the matter is we've been divided on purpose, you know? And, and so I think all of these things where, where it doesn't, where Jesus sounds like a crazy thing. Everything else makes total sense. Aliens, um, you know, 81 million votes, no problem, but Jesus is crazy. Now that's, that doesn't make sense. So my whole thing is I also believe that differently than most quote unquote Christians, uh, I believe in a very metaphysical understanding of what Christianity is. And, uh, uh, we, we, again, I'll, I'll stop there. Because if you let me go, I'll be on here for four hours telling you all. About yeah, it. I, I have well, I have no problem with it. I've been preaching in April. Well, since yeah, I started but the show. so listen, nobody's per- listen. And, and April knows I'm not perfect, and I I never pretend to be perfect. I always I always said that there was only one perfect person that worked that walked this earth. But with that being said, man, it's it's cool to um it's cool to see a person, April, and I'm gonna th- toss it to you that's not afraid to say, you know what. Because Jesus is unconventional. Like you hear the name Jesus and people get nervous now for some reason. Well, Just okay. Like- yeah. Well, like I said, Alex, Alex says, unfortunately, some Christian ministries are downright corrupt. Corrupt. As Absolutely. Said. And I, I agree. But I think, I think, oh, and yeah. I think what Wade is also trying to say too, if I'm not mistaken, is that uh, spirituality doesn't necessarily have to be in church or with religion. Am I correct on that? I, I would absolutely agree with that. As a matter and- of fact, um, I'm a churchy person. I work at a church. I've worked for churches. I've been a music director for, for years. Uh, I appreciate what I do. I appreciate the music that I make for our congregation. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit down with my pastor the other day and I, I'm just, just, just letting him know. I think the American church is missing it. I think the American church has come down to like Sunday. Let's get together. Let's gossip about each other's what they wore. Exactly. Uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then let's go have lunch and be rude to the waiter and go watch football. I've done mm-hmm. my thing. I've tithed all that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. not what it is. That's mm-hmm. not what it is. It is and, and matter of fact, I've, I've said this before. The word Christ means truth. So when we're talking about Jesus, that's his name, which right. means, you know, it, which means what it means. And then Christ is. Darn it. Oh, wait, the truth. So it's Jesus of Nazareth, but we call him Jesus Christ because he's the truth. And, and the truth, the truth of God uh, isn't downloaded in us when we're born. As a matter of fact, the one true gift he's ever given us is choice. He's given us a choice to go, I'll do whatever I want to do. Uh, the, 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 the bear doesn't have a choice. The fish don't have choices. They do what they're, what they've been insto- instilled. And in, that installed, has worked out right? great for humanity. Well, that's my point <laughs> is that there is a, there is a, I have children. I have four of them. Um, sometimes it feels like 45, but I let them, I don't, as much as I want to direct them and correct them and, and push them and, and like, I want you to do the right thing. At the same time, I don't, I don't stamp them with like, you right. have to be this, right? you know, you can't and God push too hard. 
God doesn't do that either. Mm-hmm. What God does, and this is where it gets really metaphysical. I've learned some stuff that most, you, even I sit down and talk to Christians and then they go, nah, 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 you sound crazy. <laughs> but when you start talking about the different layers of reality and the sub layers and the different vibrations and how that's created and it all lines up biblically. I've, I've talked to some metaphysical people that I admire very, very much. And all the metaphysical talk that I'm learning from um, these wonderful people line up with scripture. They just don't know it. And when mm. you try to. I hate the fact that he's free to bring a Christian who's just worried about their, their barbecue and their football game and their tithing. Um, you know what I mean? Like they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it when you start talking about vibrations and levels of consciousness and reality. And the fact that the angels are in a different reality, the creators are in a different reality. You know, there's a substrate of, of, of darker energy and like, they're not going to get that. Well, my, most you, Christians aren't even aware that there was like uh, about 17 books of the Bible removed by the Catholic church. That's right. That's yep. absolutely um, right. And those were the books that were a lot of featured, a lot of women, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. angels, a lot mm-hmm. of mystical aspects. That And a, a lot of personal power. A lot of the yeah. personal power that God has given us. Like the, here's the here's the thing that makes me so angry is that Christians, most Christians, think that the, oh I've I've said my prayer and I'm just going to sit back and and let it all happen. No, there's a relationship. There's a relation. If God, the fact that it's true when I say perception changes reality, does the fact that. That happens whether you're a Christian or not. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. The rain falls on the Christ, the Christian, and the unchristian. It, my point is we're all under the same authority. We're under the same creator, right? And so how do we get to him? How do we get to him? Because nice there's so many other levels before we get to the Valhalla <laughs> of, the whole, of the whole thing. And he can't get to us. So, well, thank you. Um, so how does he get to us? Well, he said he set himself through flesh. Right. Mm-hmm. So. So. So there's there's a connection that is missing. So my so here's the thing is that when you start talking about the things that the church removed from the Bible were the things that God gave us as power. And it says it says very clearly uh, when Christ says you will be when Christ walked on water, healed the blind, raised people from the dead. He literally said you will do these things and more. Now, is Jesus a liar? No, he's not. So if he says we're going to be able to do some crazy mystical things, we need to start believing him. And we need to start top, tap, tapping into that power that he's given us. Right. And that's the creator. So, all right. That's my soapbox. If you want to know more, uh, tune in to. As he freezes. I'm gonna jump uh, in and say this. I don't know something else. Something as, else. As, so Ray's adding that's things when you freeze up because you're freezing yeah. up. Whenever you freeze up, I kind of throw stuff out. Like he's handsome. I like this guy. I prayed for him to jump into <laughs> April's life. Like I've said so many wonderful things, and I swear I have. So, um, just just much like most relationships or any relationship that you have, any friendship, any relationship, any job uh, acquaintance you have, there's work to be put in. That's why oh, yeah. I I agree with what you said. Regarding the fact that, you know, when, when, you know, you have a relationship with God or whatever, you have a relationship with Christ, uh, people think, oh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just pray and it's just going to happen. No, it takes work. Right, right. It takes work. Exactly. A good parent, also like this, April, and I'll let you jump in. I'm sorry. But a good parent knows, and I've been a parent for 15 years. um, Sometimes you can teach a kid something, but they have to learn. They have to fail. They have, you know, that's Mm -hmm. how you gain wisdom. Uh-huh. And um, you're there 
to help pick them up and to explain to them, you know, what they could have done to uh, to do better, you know, next time. And it's up to them whether they want to make that choice. You know, just because they're your kids doesn't mean they have they don't have free will. And this is the the relationship people don't understand when it comes to Christianity. Like 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 I I respect I respect you, bro, because I like the way you explain it. You actually remind me a lot of my dad because he was um he was one of those he wasn't one of those i am better than you pastors he was just down to earth he was he ran the street he ran the streets when he was younger he was he was in the gang he was a pro boxer a pro wrestler my father you know he was respected both physically and also you know in the heart because he's been he'd been there he did a little time in jail when he was a teenager for gun possession which wasn't his gun but he didn't he didn't take the pinch so um like i said the way you're speaking right now is why a lot of people loved my dad and um i i uh I love you, bro. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, bro. I mean that. I mean that, man. Thank you. Let me welcome everybody. Show them up late. Hi, Steve. Hey, Chris Cameo. I'm glad to see you here on your first live show. Hello, hello. Don't say hi to Colin. What? No, hi, Colin. We love you. And uh, Albert and everybody else who's joining us late. If I missed you, I'm sorry. So we are we are uh, interviewing or 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 happy to have guest Wade Hunt Williams on, who is a an actor and a musician, and he does regular films, regular music, faith-based films, faith-based music. And he was telling us about how he has come literally to Jesus and, <laughs> and how his beliefs are different uh, than the typical Christian, I guess, yeah. in believing also the uh, mystical and metaphysical aspects and that uh, the church doesn't go far enough and it limits, it limits the power. It stops um at a certain point and doesn't um it doesn't doesn't teach people the actual power they have that they have absolutely that, that, yes. that they they have and that it teaches that the bible is black and white instead of written in parables and right. that um with these words with uh with this what's the word i'm looking for the mystical aspect is missing, and with that comes a lot of manifestation and power, and that is where the church kind of cuts that right. cuts that part off, and that's what's missing from the relationship with spirituality that a lot of people either don't understand, don't have, don't see, and uh, that was that was what we were filling everybody in. If you were joining yeah. us late, can can, can I give so, a, can I give a, a quick little analogy? Like, yeah, I, go for I, I it. And then like, we're going to ask uh, some yeah. questions here. I, have. Like be, I always thought that being a Christian, and this is more recent because, you know, just hear me out. Cell phones have, have, are way more uh, advanced now. But it's like, you know, you have it built in. You have all of these special gifts built in. What am I saying? Let's say you have an iPhone 15 or whatever, right? That computer chip right now is not going to um, be able to do all the stuff it will be able to do after certain updates um, over the course of many, many months or even many years. That's why, the, you know, or an Android phone or whatever. So that's what it's like. You know, you have this special you have all these special qualities, all these legit powers, abilities. Yeah. And you just have to be patient and unlock them and learn them over over the course of time. And it's just and I like to use the cell phone analogy, man. It's like that, that 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 little M whatever chip or that a bionic chip or whatever it is has all of that inside of it. And you just have to be patient. And every few months you'll learn more and more will be unlocked. And that's, you know, that that's kind of what it is, man. I think we limit ourselves to a flip phone. We, we do. 
We limit ourselves. <laughs> a flip and, phone. That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. And just the, my last thing is someone someone said in the chat, uh, you know, the Bible is a story. Yeah, there, there's some great stories, some great That's analogies. Uh, so here's here's my here's the thing I, I say about that is that I'm I'm a studier of the word. I literally study the word as I listen to it every day. I go through the Bible every day. And the more and more it, it reveals to me things that aren't on the surface. So here's, here's, I'll just start with this. Like what April says is like, the, it's written in parable. Some of it's parable, some of it's historical. You just right. kind of got to figure out which is which. Now here's, here's, here's what I just solve everything. And hopefully you don't hear my kids are going crazy in there. <laughs> I believe in a God mm-hmm. that absolutely could create everything in a Look, he just snapped. Or stop it. I believe in a God right. that can create everything in six days. What happened? Did I freeze again? You, you yeah, you froze. froze, when you, froze it, right at that. When you snapped, so it was kind of cool. Like he throws time. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Um, but also I I'm prepared. I'm prepared for everything to be exactly the way it's written in English that it's been translated four or five different times. I'm prepared for that because I believe in a God that can do anything. Now, having said that, the more I study the word, I understand the poetry behind it. Right. I under, I understand. Um, I mean, if 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 a day for God is three million years, and we just like eh, twenty four like hours, telling people it's not it necessarily doesn't have to be six days. It doesn't in have our to time. Be six days. It has to. It, it's it, it's something. It's a guide. It's a guide, and it's something that gets you where you where you need to be. And then understanding that there is something more than just us. And um, hold on a second, I'm gonna get some of my kids. Yo, I'm gonna request this dude on Facebook. I gotta I gotta message him privately. <laughs> As he freezes. Guys, be quiet, please. Close the door. <laughs> you know you know what you can do. So yeah, I've got a, literally I've got. It, it's not it's what? not that, that that's loud. one of the questions I was gonna say. How how do you manage to balance a career? And raising kids and what about all the people no i'm not gonna i'm gonna do this in the future in the near future but how do you what about all the people that think that they can't have a kid kids and family in entertainment they have to do one or the other they have to give up but anyway go ahead we're gonna actually talk about some some actor musician stuff soon but i was gonna tell wade he can go into his settings mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. if, if you click the little settings gimmick and then you hit audio <laughs> there's wink. this little there's this little <laughs> thing right and it says uh, reduce background noise, and we won't hear the kids in the background. Yeah. Um, so you hit the little settings uh, icon. Did the virtual background. I say audio. And welcome, now, Winona. The audio, Hi, audio. Oh, got it. All right, there it is. Got it. The Done. kids. The kids have go. disappeared. They have exited the room. The kids have exited. The room. Okay. I'm gonna try to get closer to my. Try and get unfrozen. Your internet sucks. Yeah. Stop stop stealing it from your neighbors. Thou should not steal, brother. All right, he's frozen. It's frozen. Just talk mad shit about him. No. It's Robert, crazy. I didn't do there it. There you go. Hi, guys. Well, Hi. Welcome to my living room. Welcome. <laughs> this is a... I like yeah, that. so, sorry. That, that doesn't help. So, it doesn't help at all. You're, anyway. you're very obviously pro-freedom. So... um. So your question, and, and and Wade is going to jump in in a second. What what were you asking? That you know, how do you balance having a family, being an actor? Do like, yeah. wait, hold on. This is my favorite part. You guys got to see my favorite part. Okay, you looking at? Sorry, the wall. I was trying to show you my spiral staircase, but 
I know, well, we, but we, we saw it. It was cool. We saw okay. it. It just kind of like froze in the background, and all of a sudden, it's like a teleportation gimmick. I yes, was trying. Was. To, I was it's trying to be freezing cool. up. It's not happening. I don't know why it's happening, guys. I'm sorry. This is not happening. Uh, Allie, our tech nerd, says this guy needs to hook up his laptop or desktop to his router with wired Ethernet slash LAN, much better and more stable than Wi-Fi. Hashtag facts. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag no lies detected. Hashtag over my head. Yeah. All that. So, so all right, all right next, so let's, next question. Let's, let's, let's actually get to the uh, the in, some of the more interesting stuff, and then we're going to get back to where you guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw your your freedom, your 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 anonymous posters out there. Mm-hmm. So you are, uh, you, from what I understand, you're both a cowboy and an Indian. Do we say that anymore? Indian, sorry, Native Why American. Not? Native American, right? Then he's frozen. You know, I was thinking maybe he should do it from his phone. Did, are you be. are you back with us? And he's gone. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm serious that he should do it from his cell phone. Maybe it'll probably it'll probably be better. He'll have higher quality, even though he doesn't sound as good. Yeah. So, anyway, while he's gone, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, because it'll probably be better <laughs> than, than than the laptop itself. And now he's lost his audio. So you have no audio. How about you use your phone? Your phone well, how about if I just? Uh, I don't know where it went. I think my daughter's got my phone. Um, I think you're stronger than her. Probably you can take it away. All right, you guys talk amongst yourselves. All right, cool. All right, all right. So let's talk about something else real quick while he's gone. Um, I have stuff. So what do you got? All right. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute his mic. Okay. I have a good news story, and I thought this was fascinating. It Go came for it. in here. Um. <laughs> and AB Twitch says, uh, "Was this guy in any Power Rangers?" He show? was. In the he Power was Rangers actually. Show. Yeah, he was in Power Rangers. Yeah. So you have to ask him about that. So Baltimore couple saves a guy mid-flight. So these two people, um, Emily Rains and Daniel Shiflett, were on a flight home from Fort Lauderdale to Baltimore, and they saved a passenger's life. They were three quarters of the way through the flight when the passenger just slumped and stopped breathing. So what happened, what had happened was um, they ended up in the middle of the aisle. There was almost no room. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they called for any medical personnel on the plane and there wasn't any. So they were both nurses on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, they both went up. They got him on the aisle. There was some breathing apparat- equipment on the flight and they were able to give him uh, compressions and breathing. And then they also used the breathing apparatus for fifth. 15 minutes his heart was stopped no way yeah he was gone and then all of a 15 sudden minutes wouldn't his brain be dead and i was gonna tell I you i don't know but te- te- it listen um text wade while he we're did. talking i did oh here he goes so i'm gonna yeah. drop him out of this call hold on okay. i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna kick him from the studio here kick this guy so he was gone for 15 minutes and all of a sudden his eyes opened up and he survived and he didn't it was not a heart attack they don't Shut know up. they don't know what happened but Here's the the thing, and his wife has written to them several times and said he survived, he's fine. Mm. So they saved his life. And the kicker was they tried to change their flight mm. twice that day to get something earlier. Mm. And it was so expensive that they couldn't do it. So they ended up just getting on that flight. So if they hadn't been there, he would have definitely died. So, yeah, you don't really you don't hear any good news stories very often. But, yep. But what I was going to tell you was that 15 minutes, wouldn't he be brain dead? 
I no, because they were still breathing for him. He oh, so oh, they were breathing for they him. They were breathing it for oh, him and okay. doing I missed uh, that press, part. Uh, chest compressions. So because they were doing that, they were keeping him functioning. That's so, freaking crazy. I know. So therefore, he survived. Right, so you listen. would hope that something like that happens if so, if it's you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm always I'm always worried that I'm gonna be on on like a because oh I didn't I didn't tell you what happened to my boss's uh, my boss's wife mm. this past week. She was all right. Let's see. Uh, Wade, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Is that better? Yeah, the sound isn't great, but the internet's better. Okay, great, awesome. All right, this works actually. So yeah. I, I was just um unless he wants to hook it up to his Bluetooth speaker, his Bluetooth uh, head headphone gimmick there. But um this past week, man, my boss uh he got a call from his wife. She was at the train, and um this dude was just standing there, like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And um she's you know it was her birthday, so she had flowers and everything, and she she was like just texting her cell phone, mm-hmm. and it's like um this guy's like yo why are you recording me, why are you recording me. He grabs the flowers, hits her with the flowers, dr- throws the flowers on the floor, and every she says every single man that was on the platform spread like roaches. Nobody helped her. Nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. She was knocked down to the floor. Wow, are you and serious? It, yeah, and it's just like God, like you know, chivalry, man. Like like no men, like men, men become weak and scared to to. Wow. Now, that wouldn't happen in Florida. Now, let me ask I don't you, think. I'm going to ask you guys in the chat a question. Do you think it has anything to do with, you know, what happened here in New York a few, I don't know, a few months ago where, you know, they we had that kid that, you know, he interfered with that that guy that was threatening people on the train and he choked him and killed him. Do you remember oh, that story? Oh, yes, I do remember that. And he's the one that got in trouble. Yeah. And I feel that people are, are really afraid. Me, yeah. People are really afraid to interfere. You see, because like my, a person like myself, I can't. I had this happened. I don't know if I told you this. This happened to my job. This was like last year. I think it was might have been before we started doing the show, April, where there was a commotion going out inside in front of my building. Long story short, I look out right, mm-hmm. and and Wade is taking. Wade, Wait, what are you doing? Wait, wait, are you going to Costco? What are you doing? I'm going in my car. That's how, that's <laughs> the only way I can actually hear you guys. So, okay. This, this will go back into your question is how, how do you do this and have kids at the same time? Well, uh, okay. Gotcha. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to finish up. So that that's basically like what's been happening with that situation, man. Like, you know, I think people are afraid to interject, interject. And there was a, a situation in front of my building where this dude was like choking out his pregnant girlfriend. Hmm. And I, I had to physically get involved and my, and my boss was, was there and he got involved and, Wow. It's like people are just, and all the other men that were on the street were recording it on their phones. Really? Yeah, it's wow. disgusting. It's this absolutely disgusting. All right, wait. Let's 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 see. Check one okay. two. Check one two. Check Good. one two. Hey. All right. How about now? Is that better? I can hear you. Yeah, it's you not it's not the greatest, but it'll it'll work. Yes. It's not the greatest audio, right. but you sound you sound. It sounds kind of cool. Like 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 we're doing like a, a call from like. Calling in so, from Los Angeles, we have Wade Hunt Williams. Uh, hey, Wade, hey guys, uh, long, long time, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so we have a question here for you, Wade. Alex wants to know what character did you play in Power Rangers? Question, uh, was it Time Force? Yeah. That's what it was. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Power Rangers Time Force, uh was my first big TV show, I guess. Um, and I think I, that was it. It was a one one episode, and people are all like, "Oh, it's funny." I met I met this girl. She's like twenty years old. I filmed that like twenty five, thirty years ago. I met this girl at this at one of my shows about a month ago, and she's like, "I, you're Officer Cruller," and I went, "You're insane," and. <laughs> She literally was like, I, I love all of Power Rangers. I, rem- I remember you from Power Rangers. I was like, that's incredible. That's crazy. Because it was a terrible episode. It was, it was cheesy and it was silly. But, yeah, that was it. Officer Cruller. And I think my, um, my um, residual checks for that total all of about 33 cents. That so, is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Go Union. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Like, a lot of these one-off characters, especially like uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, people that are really into those shows – they freaking know like this is uh this is the guy that got killed in episode this and that and he was uh you know standing here they freaking know so don't be surprised notary seven says that was elena my daughter what's that oh yeah my daughter oh wow that's so cool (laughs) yeah i'm sorry guys listen if you're if you're tuning in i i apologize this is also something that goes into spirituality like when you start talking about God over the internet, for some reason, some shit happens, and that enemy shows up and he starts effing with things. I'm flat out telling you, I've never had that. That's why you don't come out of the gate and start talking about it. You let us get the interview done first. Well, then you, you asked. Jesus I didn't Ray ask. asked. I did. It was my fault. I did not ask. I'd ever bring that stuff up in the beginning. Ray <laughs> asked. So there um, it is. Well, what else you got? Wow, Albert says, uh, I'll do respect to April and her type. Most women don't deserve my protection. A woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Remember eight ball jacket who defended him. The hell is so, he talking about? I'm what? a little bit lost. What? I'm a little bit lost. Eight ball jacket who defended him. What is he talking so, about? Is he talking about is he talking about the dude from the train that 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 got it. There was the, in New York. There was a, a situation yeah. where some dude was wearing an eight ball jacket, and these young girls were being jerks to him. And he, one girl smacked him, and he just freaking let him have it. Okay. I, I, no, anyway, you, you um, can't you can't judge an entire you know sex or gender. an entire race because one per, gender because one person was being stupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I'm not gonna buy that one. Um. So have you always? So we saw we saw the pictures of you when you were you know sixteen years old and the hair. Have you always right. wanted to be in entertainment or what? You, what did you do? Did you grow up and wanted to be a rock star? Or how did that? Was that always the goal? It necessarily wasn't a goal. It was just it was just something that just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the class clown, and um, my mom uh, was like, "We got to find something to do with this energy." Much like I have a class clown myself, I have a I have an eleven year old who's just bouncing off the walls, and he actually went to uh, uh, North Florida with me last, yesterday and filmed some scenes. His first his first movie, so and he was really good in it. So, but to answer your question, I just I started doing it at eleven, and at eleven years old, I was doing musical theater, so it's acting and music at the same time. So I really fell in love with music and uh, acting at the exact same time. And um, ever since then, yeah, it's pretty much been it. I love it. I love creating things that bring people joy, inspiration, entertainment, because it's really needed. And sometimes, sometimes I lose track of that. 
and I have this wonderful person in my life who reminds me that what I'm doing is important. Because sometimes I just go, why, why am I doing this? Is, this is, I'm not curing cancer. I'm not solving the world crisis. And uh, this person reminds me that what I'm doing is I'm bringing entertainment to people who literally need it, who literally have been bombarded with shitty news all day long. Uh, they need to sit back and watch a movie that inspires them or listen to a song that makes them laugh. And so, uh, yeah, it, that to answer your question, it's always been that. That makes sense. Always. Did I put Ray to sleep? Is that what no, you're doing? No, no, no. My, my, wife, my wife is texting me, so I'm just, uh, so, I apologize. I, have, I really have to get back to this. I apologize, guys. So you're, I saw, it's all in your, your apartment. You had uh, the anonymous and the, you know, posters up there or framed prints. Yeah. So most yeah. people that have those are very uh, freedom oriented, free speech, no censorship types. So I'm I'm killed and red pilled, April. <laughs> so I did look uh, like I was sleeping. I looked in the camera. I'm like, <laughs> so you're both uh, I'm, <laughs> you're both cowboy and Indian, right? You're, you're I, I, I'm sort yeah. I'm Cherokee. I'm basically a lot of Cher- there's a lot of Cherokee, um, Native American. I, I'm Native. Well, yeah. I can say I, I can say it. That's my word. Oh, All right? word. That's word my up. word. You know, <laughs> you can't say that. I can say that. No, it's a Native American, yeah, Cherokee, uh, some Irish, some Welsh, and um, you know, being from the South, um, and an educated uh, redneck. I call myself an Edneck. Mm, so you're Puerto Rican, basically. There you go. <laughs> like me. So you, uh, yeah. so you do uh, generally. It's uh, it's in your DNA to uh, trust the government. No, not at all. Not at all. As a matter of fact, uh, my 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 lovely uh, romantic partner got me a shirt the other day, and it said it had this uh, Indian on it, and he was dead, and it said "Trust the government" on the bottom of the shirt. And I said that's pretty much it. And uh, without going into deep deep wormholes, because you guys cover it very very well, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've been lied to uh, forever, and and to get. And I think what's probably going to happen next is you're probably going to ask me as an actor or as an entertainer, why am I not afraid to speak out? And the fact of the matter is I will not hide behind a lie. We know that every lie will be exposed. Every, everything will, will be revealed. Uh, I won't hide behind a lie. And the, and yeah, the most fact actors the are is, terrified. They're very, um, oh, yeah. well, they're very much on the left. I got to say something. I've been, I've been noticing that there's kind of like a turnaround in Hollywood. Yeah. They've been, they've been slowly, slowly. Like, like but... especially with the young lady that was supposed to be doing the Snow White movie, and they basically, you know, she's just she just didn't shut up about you know how men are not important, basically, and and how uh, she was saying how in Snow White, um, what was it? The prince was a stalker, and she was like using all these terrible terminologies to break down that 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 movie, that um, you know, in in all respects was just a love story. You know, a fun mm-hmm. love story, and yeah. and people want to turn it into something misogynistic. Yeah. So I noticed now they they basically like they bl- they're blackballing her now. I th- I see a turn in Hollywood. But I had a question for you, bro. Um, sure. You know, since you are a man of faith, did you ever find find yourself in a position where you know you were offered a role, and um, it just you were you ever uncomfortable? Like, do you, could you do a role? Let's say. Let's say the role says he's a pedophile or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, no, I'm serious. Or a rapist. No, I, I know movie. the answer to this question. Or, um, or, or, yeah. or, or check this out or a demonic character. 
Um, is that something that you would fear to do or, or, or you wouldn't do or you would feel uncomfortable doing? How do you say no or would you do it? And, and, and I do, do you, it. Uh-huh. I do it and I have done it. And here's the thing. Let's go as, as two men of faith. Let's talk about the story of, above all stories. And let's talk about the story of Jesus. Do you really think we could do the story of Jesus about Pontius Pilate or, or uh, Judas? Right. right. You know, I mean, like. And I just came back from Utah a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Uh, I filmed a horror movie, and it's a flat-out horror movie. And But the premise of the film is, is, is this elitist group of people trying to usher in a new era of darkness through something, through a portal. I don't want to get into too much detail. Uh, I, play, I play a pretty horrible person. Um, I, I told the director when I got the script, I said, listen, I mean, before I got the script, before he offered it, when he offered it to me, I said, either I play bad guys, all, I play bad guys all the time, but they've got to have punishment. You've got a, you've got a bad guy vibe about you. You do have a bad guy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You look like you could play a serial killer, a murderer, pedophile. Uh, I don't um, know. Like the jailhouse guy want- that, that stabs you. <laughs> yeah, the biker. Yeah, you got that look. Not brother. the not the good biker, the bad biker. I'm the hand, a, but, but a, a very sweetheart. handsome killer. A very handsome killer. Uh, Is that fair? Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. But I am secure. I will take I will take those roles because it's real. I mean, there really are evil people in this world doing terrible things, um, and that story needs to be told. And so, but if I'm gonna, I won't do anything that glorifies it, right? Mm-hmm. So right. there's a movie I turned down where it was glorifying it. It was just glorifying, you know, evil and demonic. And now it was in a parody sort of way. This guy didn't know what he was doing. He didn't realize he was really messing with stuff that is, is real. Um, so I did play a pedophile. I played a pedophile in a series uh, on Pure Flix called The Advocate. Mm. And it was the hardest role I have ever done. And it was excruciating. I felt you're, you're a father too, day. right? I'm a father, absolutely. But here's the thing: is it, it has to be done. These these stories have to be told, and you've got to be able to find an actor who's going to be able to be be bold with it and not be a, be afraid of it. You know, um, yeah, be a bitch. big big wig. I said Hogan's <laughs> Heroes. Jewish actors played the Nazis because they probably felt that that story needed to be told. Hogan's Heroes. Wow, bringing it back, brother. Yeah. Yeah, man. I see nothing. Oh. I hear nothing. Schultz. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that's the answer to that question. I I will, if it if it's a if it's a bad guy in a story that needs to be told, absolutely, and I, I will. I won't turn I won't turn that down, um, because this is what I do for a living. You know what I mean? Like I make music and I make movies for a living. So that's the way I pay my bills, and so I can't I can't be too self righteous. Now there was a time when I was all real churchy, that I would. I would stare, stare away from things like that. I just wanted to do faith-based films. Well, doing enough faith-based films, you're like, you're literally preaching to the choir and you're not really reaching people. And then when I started to understand that the church people are out there doing ridiculous things anyway, I'm not going to hide myself. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be the one person that's, like I said, I watched Mel Gibson's uh, uh, stream the other day. He's very honest about his, his sinful fleshly nature. But at the same time, I look at it differently. 
I look at right. things differently right. than what most Christians do because they don't read the they don't dive into the word. They just read the word superficially. And they're not really getting the I be, what I believe and I, again I'm I'm not your pastor but uh, I, what I believe is underneath it. And I don't believe it, it's it's a matter of uh, yes we're set apart. The Bible says we're set apart, but we're not set apart so much that we're not there to 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 interact with with everyone else. You know, Christ, uh, you know, Christ went to some pretty terrible places. If Jesus was alive today, he'd be going to biker bars. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't, I don't buy into the churchiness of the whole thing. And I I just, I'll be hanging out at the club. Actually, (laughs) I'm too old to be hanging out at the club. No, I'm saying Jesus. Eight o'clock. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Speaking of that, you've had some, uh, some longevity in your career. You've played a lot of characters. You've, You've sang and played across a lot of stages. Um, the stories we tell ourselves um, tend to what's the word I'm, uh, tend to be the worst enemies that we have. I remember because I've been in entertainment almost as long as you. I started at nineteen. You started at what sixteen? Sixteen. I remember, yeah. I remember being twenty-eight and freaking out because I was thinking, "Oh my god." Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be so old. I'm going to be 30. I need to get out because before I get pushed out 30. Mm. So, and every, you know, and then, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm going to be going to be so old. I'm going to be 40. So it's like the, the, these things, especially in entertainment where they judge you upon what you look like. And, and, and um, there's always somebody coming up younger. It, it gives you the feeling of, Hmm you know, never good enough, instead of uh, extolling the virtue of somebody who has a lot of experience and wisdom and the ability to add to everything around them. Does that make sense? It does. And, and it's, so, it's interesting because those are the stories we tell ourselves, and those are the stories that have been embedded in us. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You have a question. No, that's it. That's, that's the stories that have been embedded in us, and they tend to mess with our with our heads a lot. And a lot of people end up yeah. uh, shortening their careers because of it. And obviously, that hasn't. <laughs> yes, I'm over thirty. Uh, I'm over forty too. Um, what? The, you yeah, lied to me the other day. I know. I'm celebrating my <laughs> uh, celebrate my anniversary of being thirty eight. Anyway, the. <laughs> <laughs> these 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 things that are implanted in our brains tend to shorten our careers sometimes, and that has not happened to you. You have managed to roll with it and keep going. How have you um, had such great longevity in your career? And what advice do you have for people who are also in the business and, and coming up or younger? What what would you offer to them? That's a two part right there. Well, I'll answer. Your, I'll answer your first question. Is that I I kind of I kind of did. Um, leave for a while. I think I didn't make a movie for like 10 years. Uh, I was in out when I was in LA, I went, I made some films and then I went into music production entirely, but I guess I was still in the business, so to speak. But my, my advice is don't fucking listen to anyone other than what your heart tells you. If your passion is to fricking make paper airplanes Find a way to monetize making paper airplanes. Find a way to bring joy to people through making paper airplanes. If you're, if you're, if you're, if literally, if it was instilled in you to be the best plumber or the best carpenter, uh, do that. Do it, and don't listen to anybody tell you you can't do it. 
And so it really comes down to do not believe the matrix. Do not believe the, the box that they've all tried to put us in because, quite frankly, what they want to do is they want to keep getting younger people in there because they're stupid. And stupid people sign stupid contracts. And so they don't want people of wisdom, they being Hollywood. But again, I, I agree with Ray. It's all shifting. Um, I, if I was to talk to my younger self, I would tell them two things. I would say start investing financially into other things. Spend, take that 20 bucks that you're going to spend on whatever and invest it into a mutual fund. Invest it into something that's going to have a return. Don't even think about it. 25 years later, you're going to be a millionaire. You know, like it's that simple. I believe it or not, I worked for financial services for a while. I got a bunch of licenses in, uh, um, you know, life insurance and annuities and stuff. I learned so much. This now, what I that's my younger thing. Now, what I want to tell people coming up in the business, this is very important. This is probably the most important thing I would tell anybody in the business or wanting to come up in the business is you need to learn about business. When I learned about business, my art shifted into a new level. So when I started looking at this as, when I started looking at myself as an actor and as an entertainer, as if I was a plumber, my, my job is to go and be the best plumber ever, do a great job for my client so that they want to invite me back or they tell their friends. So Wade, the plumber is the guy to call. So that's the way to start looking at it. And, and it took me a while because I really, I, I entered the business uh, really fast. And I, when I started doing my, like my first audition for film, I got it. It was a lead in the film. Next thing I know, my, I walk in a blockbuster and my face is all over the, the, the new things. I'm the shit. I'm, I think I'm the, I'm the shit. My attitude, my attitude was so bad that it kept me out of anything else for years, as opposed to just not understanding, like having a mentor to say, listen, yeah, kid, you're good, but there's a lot of good kids out there. There's a lot of people that could act their ass off. You've got to be of service to the producer, of service to the project, and you've got to think business. You know, uh, another thing I would tell young people, one thing I got told to me that I couldn't stand is it got to have a backup plan. Yeah. That says to me, when someone said that to me, that says, that you, you don't, don't have faith believe in yourself. You don't have faith in me. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. If they would have just shifted the wording differently. Yep. You have to have a lateral plan. You've got to have something you love to do that's going to pay the bills so you can continue to work on this passion and turn this passion into a business. It's not, it's not one or the other. It, to me, it's not. It, it literally is. And I'm, I'm, quite frankly, I do other businesses besides mm -hmm. acting. Uh, there's other things I'm involved in, and I, I want to be involved in other things. I want to be involved in other businesses uh, because I love it so much. But I would tell a young actor... Don't be afraid to work your ass off making the money you need to make for your family. And don't be afraid to come home, not turn on the television, not care about and, – and, and go home and start working. Start you know, running your monologues. Go to acting class. Audition all night long. Whatever you have to do. And this will fall into the probably your next question, April, is how do I do this all? Is I break yes, things down. I was going to add in that when I went to Killer Kowalski's and I was training – I was also Please. going to New England School of Photography on the side and learning how to do everything photo and Photoshop. And that has come into the business aspect of what I do as well. So that's my lateral. So I agree with you. Yeah. And, um, crap, yes, and how do you do all me. you do? 
So, sorry, you attracted me boobs. with your beautiful with your beautifulness. Oh, and, yes. <laughs> yes, people are, are sending bits. Thank you. Oh, wait a second, are you talking to her? Yes, you can you, you, you too, Ray. Ray. He's talking to you, Ray. Whatever. <laughs> um, you were talking things, about how break... do you do all this? And you balance, you balance uh, a, a, balance a litter of children as well, right? So a lot of people think yeah, I, a lot of people think I'm a single you dad. You can't a lot of people yeah. think you can't do that, that you can't have a family or children and you can't you know, you you can you have a career or you can have a family. You can't do both, but you've obviously done both. Right. Well, it goes back to my first thing I said a few minutes ago. Don't listen to anything anybody tells you. And don't believe don't believe the hype and don't fall into the matrix. Because whatever they tell you, here's the thing. Now you get me hyped. Now I'm awake. Um, <laughs> they distract you. They're, they, they literally distract you. They distract you with football games, TV, um, booze, you know, whatever. Like, if it's not... If it's not, if it's not attached to your heart or to your purpose, get rid of it. Mm. And what I mean by that is, don't work all day. If you got to go to work, which we all do, you know. Listen, guys. If I'm talking to any actors out there, I've literally for the last two years. I'm 53 years old. It was when I was 52 that I started becoming a professional. For this is the first year at 53 years old. This is this is this. I'm going to inspire you. Hopefully. Uh, at 53 years old, I have become a professional entertainer. I've made seven films this year. Um, I've done a musical in New York. Um, and the year's not over yet. Um, so, but what I do is this. If I, if I have to work, if you have to go to a day job, when you come home, you've got another eight hours before you need to go to sleep. Don't waste eight hours effing around. Take eight hours and study your craft. Uh, unless they're hour. watching, it's, unless they're watching your show, right? Your, right. Your, hey, your, unless, your they're, unless they're watching anything from Wade Hunt Williams or, or, or the A Show with April Hunter, the, <laughs> those guys. <laughs> you should definitely watch those. But and anything you're else, put, you're learning with that stuff. <laughs> so that's that's how you do it. There's 24 hours in a day, you know, and you got to set your priorities. My 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 love life is a priority. My children are priority. Uh, my faith is a priority. Uh, in those, just balance. It's not necessarily like that order, but they're, they're priority. Your health is your your health is a priority. Obviously, you have biceps. My, well, thank you for noticing, April. Um, mm. But I and you got it, and that's the thing you do. I wake up, I get the kids on the bus, six thirty in the morning. I see. Uh, <laughs> Ray, sheesh. Um, get say you get the kids on the bus. Go to the gym. I'm back home by eight o'clock. Eight o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's way too early. Oh my god. So um, I, Alex, I got a question. I got a question. Okay. I got a question. But you could ask Alex. Sure. And I want a question. You said Alex has a question. Oh, he was asking um, if you guys are Power Rangers fans, and uh, if well, if you guys are Power Rangers fans, and if if so, what are your kids' favorite series and episodes? And I was thinking about the. Cause I met Wade in person. And when I met him, I was thinking, Oh, this dude would be great. When he told me about the story, he would be great to have on the show, but that I don't want to ask. Cause I felt like, you know, doing the asking thing. So when you asked to be on the show, I was like, yeah, cause you have such many, such great stories. But there was a story you told me about the guy in Utah you worked with that your kids love him, Brian. Oh, well, right, 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 yeah. right. So yeah. you worked, you worked with another actor who your kids love and wanted yes, because they watch him. So. Yeah, they watched him on uh, Darman on um, on YouTube, which is a huge, huge morality um, 
type uh, morality, little morality plays on YouTube. Huge, huge uh, thing. And there's this one episode, and they love this episode, and I got to work with the, the one of the guys in the episode. So my daughter, who could care less if she sees me on TV, is all excited because because she's I'm working with the guy from Darman. So that was That's that was crazy. cute. That was very cute. <laughs> All right, so here's my so, question. Oh, I, don't, I forgot. April, April, when did we meet in person? When, when, when was that? Uh, last summer. What was that? Was that, was that one? All right, very good, very good. I, I, I what, vaguely Ray? remember. All right, what, Ray? So my question to you is now, I, 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 have, I have a ton of respect for actors. I really do. And the reason is um, professional wrestlers, actors, um, they're kind of like, it's almost like the same, uh, not the same thing, but they come, they cut from the same cloth, and I'll explain to you why. Um, there's a ton of rejection mm. in these businesses, mm-hmm. a ton of rejection, mm-hmm. and not only that, not only is there a ton of rejection, there's a ton of competition in these businesses. And I'm going to use the wrestling analogy real quick. A lot of professional wrestlers, you know, you have to work your way and and, and wrestle in these little uh, uh, school gyms and, and in front of 20 people before you can, you know, maybe get perhaps noticed in a tryout with, let's say, WWE or something like that. And then finally you get your big break. And even then, once you get there, you maybe work a year and then you don't, as the business say, get over or become popular. And then you lose your job and you have to work your way back up all over again. So the reason why I admire actors so much and I admire wrestlers so much and actors and wrestlers is because, you know, I think you have to have um, really thick skin. But along with that, I'm sure there's a building process to building that thick skin. Um, I don't believe everybody is born with that. Do you feel that you were born with the ability to kind of deal with rejection and build yourself off of rejection? Or um, Not at all. Is this, is this something Not you have to learn how to deal with? And, how, and, and, yeah. and, and what would you tell somebody right now now this this is not just acting and wrestling this is also in life like like your job um how do you mm-hmm. deal with rejection and build off of that and just become better again i think one of the best things i ever did it's, a, it's two answers when i did when i got a when i worked in financial services when i got all those licenses i was telling you about i was still an entrepreneur i was still self-employed i was commission only mm-hmm. uh, i loved it because it was selling life insurance and when I died, I realized one of the things I, I was thinking when I was dead was when I was dying was that I don't have life. I don't have life insurance. So my wife at the time and my kids weren't going to get anything. And I was like, there will be a whole nother conversation. If we have the time, I'll go into it. It's, it's a we, long one. We will have the time because uh, I have questions about okay. you dying. <laughs> well, yeah, so I went into time. finance. I went into financial services and started very and very, very happy to, to sell life insurance. I was still acting, still making music, but I thought this was something that was very necessary. I didn't know, I didn't know that people didn't know how important this is. So the business aspect of talking to people, trying to sell them something, well, granted that they need, everyone needs it, but that really changed my perspective. So auditioning literally is a numbers game where I used to audition thinking, oh, I did great. This is fantastic. They're going to call me. I don't care anymore. I audition. I do the best job I can. I give it to them, and I forget about it. As a matter of fact, every single movie that I've gotten this year, and I've, when they've called me and said, I want to offer you the role, I don't remember auditioning for it. have no clue. So you, you hit it, and you forget it. That's, that's no, the no rule. No attachment, right? And no attachment. No attachment. And it's a numbers game. You just do so much. And another thing I learned 
when I produced my first film, the first film I ever produced was called A Prayer, and it won Best Picture at Manhattan Film Festival uh, a few years back. I can't remember what year, but sure. that won Best Short, and it was my first uh, first pr- first time producing. It changed the way I act because as a producer now, you start to see, oh crap, this is a business, and this this actor that I want. I can't believe he froze again. Oh, what the shit? He frozen. That, that sucks. I know. That sucks. And and, and look at this. I'll face. agree with the thick skin thing, though. You you have to. You, it's easy to get hurt, and you have to understand that you are a product. It's not you personally. If people are critiquing or hiring, it's 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 uh I'm going to, I'm going to kick him from the studio. <laughs> Colin says way treats auditions. Like Ray treats the glory hole. Hey, and before, um, before I forget, I just want to mention that we're having a special Halloween episode next week with uh, Shelly Martinez. We, we are all be in cosplay. I yes, am Ray. I, well, yeah, you don't have to be, we will be, but we were welcoming Shelly back on because who does Halloween better than Shelly? Oh shit. You know what? I have to um, text them. Tell them I had to knock them out of the uh, the uh, studio. Yeah. And uh, so shit. Um, okay. Now I got to figure out what the hell I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll I'll patch something together. Um, I think I'll, I'll. I have an idea of what I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll. I think you'll find it to be uh, quite humorous. Okay. Um, I I have a couple of ideas. What's going on, Fred? time yeah fred what's up you guys are here i see uh who else did i see come in late i see chowney man i saw you guys talking about what's going on with karma and people talking shit you got to be careful what you say out there you know so april and, can, uh, can I, can somebody's I asking if you i got their gift red sunny which you have to t- remind me what the was that my i think i wrote to you i think i wrote to you and let april, me know. April, stop what, avoiding what, this conversation what, what, stop what, avoiding and what should i dress up as i don't know let me know what what conversation? Elvira. Um, so <laughs> I gotta tell you something. Tell me something. And I'm telling you, you know I'm very straightforward with you, right? Okay. Um, I'm very honest. I'm a very honest person and I don't give a fuck. I fucking like this guy a lot. <laughs> I really do. I, yeah, he's a likable one when I when I heard his story and he's done a but, sh- so many movies. It's it's not a it's not a situation where um how can I put this? Uh, you know how some people, oh, yeah, I like him. He's a nice guy. There's something about the guy that I feel like I can have a beer with him. <laughs> you know, and have, just uh, drink, drink a shot. Just he just seems so genuine, and uh, <laughs> he's he's he's. You guys are close, right? I, I know him. Yeah. So um, I got to tell you something. Uh, that's somebody that Eve is, uh, Eve is going. That's because of the God angle. You guys are like God twins there. It's, it's not even about the God angle. You know, what I love about him, like I said, is the fact that he does remind me a lot of my father. It's fucking crazy. That, okay, that's why. And, sh- and Colin says, take crazy. the day off. You don't deserve Shelly. Oh, Colin, you can <laughs> suck my balls. How's that? I'm not going to shave. I See, won't okay, shave this for is, two weeks. This is an ongoing thing, you guys. Every time we've had Shelly on, uh, Ray has had to take the day off and Colin has host wonderfully for us. You know what's going to be fucked up? I have a feeling that something's going to happen. That I'm better not. Better. So Ray keeps going, get Shelly back. I need to be here. I, I've got to meet her. I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell you why. Steve, what's up, Steve? Hi. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm not a creeper. You know that. You know I love my wife. Mm-hmm. But I always found Shelly to be incredibly hot, dude. 
Not like in a creepy yeah. way. Is that bad? No, she's a, you're not wrong. She's incredibly she's fucking hot. beautiful. She and comes I, and on the thing and like her tits are just like they're like well, it's, it's make mine even, look like I haven't not, even hit puberty it's yet. Not the, it's not the tits thing. It's it's um the eyes. Yeah, yeah. The shape she of the eyes. She does have that know. thing going on. Yeah, so that that's that's the thing I guess. But also I always thought there was so much to her character that um when she was wrestling, especially on WWE. Mm-hmm. That they could have gone a hell of a lot further with her. They, yeah, they definitely could have used her. With There's so as a many manager. people they didn't use well. Yo, what you happened know, to Wade, bro? He ain't coming back. I don't know. Maybe I, I just... want to talk to him about you know his death. That's yeah, like I the main. Too. That's like the main event for me. <laughs> well, we uh, we'll get him back on, but in the meantime, I'm gonna tell you something else I found out. I think this I found week. something. I had something too, just like in case this happened. Yeah, go ahead. You first. Okay. So. Uh, okay. So they've done some studies uh, based on there have been a lot of car accidents. Um, in the last couple of years, it, the car accidents, not just in Florida, but everywhere, the mm-hmm. accident rate has gone way, way, way up everywhere. Great. That's why all of our insurance is going up in, in most places. So Wonderful. Uh, some some places have started to do some independent research based on that. And they've done some cognitive studies and they've uh, the, the studies have been interesting, interesting. They have found out that the spike protein has affected our ability to react cognitively we're not able to change lanes quickly we're not able to have the same cognitive response uh neither are other people that we used to have behind the wheel so Mm -hmm. i spoke with dr sean mullen uh, who's a neurologist and let me uh let me check real quick and he had some interesting advice um Okay, there's, we have the same. Did you have the same link uh, to join back in? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, you just yeah, you just uh, okay. use the same link to join back in. Um, so you were saying. Okay, so he says we'll be back. He's, he's. I guess he needs to take a break and check on everybody. That's fine. So yeah, cognitively we're not the same. And if you know the spike protein, it comes from both COVID and the uh, shots. So the more you have COVID, the more you have the shots, the less cognitively sharp you can be. So there are, so I asked, I said, what can you do to improve your cognitive uh, responses? Mm-hmm. And, it, and the, you know, like everybody, you can always, you can always repair things. You know, everybody's got biceps. Not everybody has biceps. Right. So I'm getting mine back it, by the way. I'm just letting you know that. Okay. Huh? They're coming along. My, my biceps are coming along. Good. Again. See, About when time, you work, right? when you work on something, it comes, it comes along, it builds up. Yeah. So, um, he, here's the thing. He said, learn new things. So he suggested things with movement, things that require certain types of thinking. So he gave me a list, martial arts, spinning, poi, POI. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, languages, gardening, yoga, and anything that's sust- sustained mind, body coordination and balance mm-hmm. using the sauna, using warm water, bathing, uh, mm-hmm. meditation, which seems to be a thing across the board with meditation, transcranial direct current stimulation i don't know what that is um but it's called tdcs i think brain games any kind of you know brain games or sudoku or any you know trivia yeah and cool awesome dude says everyone has abs and pecs too you're right but they don't all have abs and pecs um take supplements designed to reduce inflammation and or enhance memory and vision because that helps too. Mm. And also music, dancing, juggling, and improv acting. 
all of these things can help um, build your cognitive abilities back up. So Red oh. Sunny says, have you played Scrabble? I think Scrabble would definitely, board games, things that make you do something different, learning sign language, learning any language. Um, I'm just a big fan of sign language. I want people to be able to talk to me. I'm so, telling you, yo, the, the yoga that I've been doing yeah. has really, <laughs> yeah. All right. So hold on. One yeah. Second and, um, Yes, we've heard about, I've heard about, see, I know Suzanne Summers passed away, and that's really, really a shame. Yeah, Suzanne, so, so hey, be, be, before Wade jumps on, can I just show this really quickly? Yes. Now, Wade is here. He's You're here. back. He's here. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay, buddy. Sorry, guys. I just want to, I, I just want to show you something feel good. You want to see something real feel good real I quick? I do, yeah. It's 20 Always. seconds long. So this dude lost his dog three years ago. Do you want to see him just randomly find his dog in the street? Sure. He's this Man finds his dog on the street after three years. It just happened to be videotaping it. 62-year-old Georgie has spent years looking for his dog. He finds him. Now watch this dog. Look at his tail. Oh my god. You freaking! I mean, I would be in quiet here, but this dog went absolutely crazy. That's the sound of uh, that's the sound of Colin the glory hole. By the way, aww, why are you why are you cutting onions and I'm stuff a, while we're watching this? this hold on, this thing. I don't want to. No, show I don't want to watch that. Jesus Christ. People are my lord and savior. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yo, so how adorable is that? That's super cute. I love that. Now, if it had been a cat, it would have walked right by him. Oh, cat. You know why? Because <laughs> cats have no, no no soul. Yeah, they got a soul. They don't have so, a soul. So okay, let's go before we, we you know you freeze up or we lose you again. Um, we only have twenty minutes, so let's. And he's let's... frozen. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Just going based off of history. So you you had a situation where you technically died. So Can you questions. tell us about that and so many what, questions. what happened and how that just ha tell us about all of it? And wait, well, just, just you know, yes, wait before, before you even talk. I may interrupt you several times because okay. I have so many questions about this uh, this this scenario here. And this is called a near death experience, right? Well. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't near. I mean, yeah, they call it near death experience, but it really was a death experience. So, in all honesty, um, I was trying to, I was on set the other day. I was trying to explain this to a couple of people. And I said, I'll try to give you the elevator version. Uh, because what happens is when you're, and that's, it's impossible. No, wait, no, no, go from the beginning. What happened? Okay. okay. Yeah. I had a cerebral aneurysm that I, that I didn't know. It was like when they call the, the silent, the silent widow maker. Uh, and it popped one day while I was on stage and, um, the signs beforehand. I'm just sorry. No, no, nothing. nothing. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Just nothing. And so, so I, I, I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I was, I, I, it's, there's more to it. Like I collapsed in the parking lot when I was loading up my equipment, I went back in stay and I was just like, that's the weirdest thing. I must be really, really tired. I was like, I just collapsed. I couldn't, I didn't have control of my legs or my hands. I was just collapsed. Mm -hmm. I was like, Wow, I must be really tired. So I went back into the venue to say goodbye to the promoters and, and everyone else. 
And um, I just, I had this horrible headache, just huge, huge headache. And, uh, and then I fell to the floor mm. and I, my heart stopped, my lungs stopped, I stopped breathing. I stopped, um, I was dead for all intents and purposes. So an aneurysm had ruptured mm. uh, and it had stopped, the blood filled my brain and it stopped my heart and stopped my lungs. And so I died. Now, I'll give you, it's, I'm looking at the clock. I've got 13 minutes to try to explain to you. I'm only going to give you the facts. Take your time. Take okay. your time. Take your time. Okay. okay. Now, I was, I knew I was dead. I knew that I was not in my body anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is the things that I need to tell people. Um, number one, the thoughts and the people that I got, I look this crazy look. Um, the the, the wait, look at that shirt. Um, You're fine. Oh my god! Yeah, this is what after happens to me every week. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, what's up with this? So I knew I was dead. The last thing I I, I was like, I, I knew something was wrong. I knew that I couldn't move, and I knew that I was. I wasn't freaked out about it though. I wasn't freaked. I was just like, oh, okay, this is how I die. And I remember people screaming. I heard people screaming. Were you, believer, were, were, were you a believer? Were you a believer at the time? I'm sorry. Were you a believer at the time? Yes. So you, yes. you had your faith. Yes. You, you knew. You knew. Lord Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't afraid. I right, wasn't you weren't afraid, afraid. Okay. at all. All right. There's, there's a reason why I'm asking. I wasn't that, afraid. Continue. <clears throat> so then I hear people screaming. Is there? A, is there a doctor? Oh, and I, I tell you the story. There were emergency nurses there that night. And they weren't supposed to be there. They weren't even supposed to be in the state. That's a whole nother story. That's crazy. God's providence was so powerful. That's so cool. What is that? What is that, April? What is that? It was a that story was we told while you were in? gone about the two nurses that oh. were tr- trying to change their flight. And they couldn't change their flight. And they ended up breathing for this guy 15 minutes on this flight and doing That's his exactly heart. what happened to me. Yeah. These, pe- these, these nurses were there. They weren't even supposed to be there. They're, okay, I'll tell you real quick. Their their husbands got tickets to a fishing tournament in Sanford is what I was playing. And they're like, we didn't ask for these. We didn't even we didn't even we didn't even like try to get these. And the husbands are like, well, we got a we got a fishing tournament. We love to fish. Let's go. So they came down, they checked out all the hotels in the area. There was no hotel available. The only hotel available was the hotel right next to my venue. And when they came in, there was they wanted to watch a Kansas City game. And there wasn't playing, so they were going to turn around and leave. And the manager out of nowhere said, never does this. Like, hey, ladies, don't leave. What do you want to watch? He turns off whatever everyone else is watching so these ladies could watch the Kansas City game. Turns out those are the emergency nurses that saved my life. Wow, that's awesome, man. <laughs> so I hear people screaming. So now we're back to me being on the floor. I'm dead. I've, <laughs> the, the, and then all of a sudden, I, I feel the first compression on my chest. Do you I, feel I, this? I feel the compression. I know what's it's weird. There's a feel, it's not a feeling. It's I don't feel it as much as I know it. That's that's the thing I can't explain. Mm-hmm. I know it, but I don't feel it. I'm not in pain anymore. Mm-hmm. I just know it. And as soon as the compression happened, I was out of my body and I was in this beautiful, dark, soupy, velvety, comforty arms of the father kind of feeling. Just mm-hmm. Holy cool. Now, this is where I get where I want to really explain to people. I knew I was 
Damn it. At the time. Damn it. Uh, and my children that are here with me right now, or the same children, I knew that I was going to miss my children. Oh, no, hold on. I was thinking about my children. I knew that they were going to uh, be without their dad. I knew my wife at the time was going to be out there without their husband. The knowledge did not translate into human emotion. Mm. There was emotion. There was a knowing. There was a feeling. There was a. Um, there was a. I, I. I hope they'll be, be okay. I know they'll be okay because eventually they'll be here with me. So, all of the all of the thoughts that we normally have in the flesh suit and in this matrix that would cause anxiety, mm. I still had those thoughts, but they didn't translate into emotion or fear. What it, what it did, but here's what I realized. I wasn't in my body anymore. I still love the same people that I loved before. Could you see anything? No. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't there. I knew that I was, I knew that I was not where I was supposed to be yet. I just knew that this was Kind of like a waiting room, like, hey, let's we gotta wait this. And here's another thing. Mm-hmm. I was dead for five minutes, mm-hmm. but it felt like five hours. It could have been five years. There's no there's no element of time. There was just this perfect, this perfect understanding of I'm I, if this is all death is, mm-hmm. awesome. If, if this is all it is, if there's no Valhalla, if there's no heaven, if there's no, you know, angels and Jesus, if, you know, this is cool. I could live in here for eternity, but what it really, what it really hit me is I am you, we, whoever you're watching, whoever's watching, you are you. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're not the things that you think you are just on this planet. What you are on this planet is very important. Okay. Now, so people ask me, what did you learn? Well, I am still learning from this experience. Mm-hmm. I still dive into my word and I still dive into what my experience. Now, Here's the thing that I, I press to people. If you're going to stop me in an elevator and say, what did you learn in the five minutes you were dead? This is it. You are not your color. You're not your, you're not, I wasn't, okay. I'm not going to put it on you. I'm going to say me. Okay. I wasn't white. I black. I wasn't brown. I wasn't male. I wasn't female. I wasn't gay. I wasn't straight. I wasn't Republican. I wasn't Democrat. I wasn't a country music lover. I wasn't an opera music lover. I, but I was still me. So all of those other things are just labels. things that we labels, labels, masks that we wear. No, there's nothing wrong with it because it's how we get through our society here on this dimension. But ultimately you have to realize they're just things. Now you will take with you when you go and we all will, we will take with us the things we care about that will be there be here or be out there literally. But all of the things that we worry about today, they're not there. So why worry anyway? Now I am very much guilty of being human. I still worry. I still have anxiety. I still, am I good enough? Am I, is anyone going to love me? Like that's shut up, you know, I'm human. But when I stop and I'm able to talk and just remember that all this shit doesn't really matter in, in the long run. It doesn't matter. Now, that's the elevator pitch. That's the elevator. So the things I've learned, if i got a few more minutes left, mm-hmm. is that when I was in that room, 
when I was in that space, that milky blackness of just perfect, perfectness. Would you say peace? Peace. Perfect peace. When I was in there, it was the very first time in my entire existence that I was completely alone. And what I mean by that is I recognized that I was now completely separated from the collective. I was complete, which means that we are all connected. And this goes right down to the metaphysics, goes right back into the, the Bible. We are all the body of Christ. We are all connected. We are this interconnected internet. Of internet. We are the no, internet. No, 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 intranet. Intranet. There we go. Intranet. Perfect. That's different. Mm-hmm. So, and I recognize that is like, and this is where it's so important. Where if we, as a humanity, black, white, brown, gay, straight, what Democrat, if that's what they do not want us coming together, they do not want us getting along. As long as that vibration can get stir up and we will stay separated. But if the minute we connect, I guarantee you portals will open, the sky will crack, and we will be able to see and feel things and care about things that, that we have not been taught on this level of existence. So coming back, waking up, and then I was in a coma for six weeks. I've had two brain operations. They uh, went in, they fixed the first uh, aneurysm. They discovered a second one. There's another one up there that, you know, we've got to keep an eye on. Um, When I'm back, there's a tendency to go, well, what, what does it matter? What does this matter? Why are we here anyway? Like, why am I here? I, I was almost mad that you brought me back. You know what I mean? But uh, you hear that a lot, by the way, from people that have passed or right. you know, come back. But here's the thing is because I believe in the, in the creator's uh, ultimate authority and ultimate plan. I believe that I have I serve a purpose. As soon as that purpose is over, I'm, I'm sure he'll take me and I'm, I'm OK with that. But being back and making movies and making music and raising kids and paying rent and mortgages and insurance and, and voting and being upset. Like there's a human aspect of it. Like you have to, like we talked at the beginning of the show, you have to work when God told Abraham to get up and walk. He didn't mm-hmm. say, Hey, God could have taken him and flown him there. But Abraham had, Abraham had to, Abraham, Abraham had to walk. There has to be some movement here and it's painful and everything else, but that pain uh, perfects us. So, all that to say, it's very weird. It was very weird being back. But to give you the the the, the specifics of it, as I was writing it down into a, a, a play, I was in a coma for six weeks. When I got it from the coma, they said that I was going to need uh, lots of therapy, and, and and I couldn't swallow, I couldn't talk, I couldn't couldn't breathe on my own. Uh, uh, at first, oh my god, check this. There was this. Uh, I had tubes. My, and I wasn't breathing, and they were about to give me a tracheotomy. That would have ruined my ability to sing forever. At the last minute, a nurse comes in and just says, and behind the doctor's back, pulls the cord right out of me, and, and I start breathing on my own. It's crazy. Did I freeze? No, you're kind of. You did, but we heard it. That, 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 that she pulled yeah, the cord out, and oh, you started anyway. breathing on your own. I started breathing on my own. So then I, then they said, you need months of therapy. I couldn't, I had to learn to walk and talk again. Three days, three days. I said, mm-hmm. I want to go home. And they said, they said, no, sir, you, you're going to have to, you have to go to the therapy. We have to go to this other institution. And I said, no, I want to go home. And the doctor 
didn't think I could do it. The doctor, it wasn't just me, you know that. The doctor's like, if you can get up out of that wheelchair, if you can get out of that, if you get out of that bed, come to this wheelchair, it was like five feet away. I'll, 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 I'll consider letting you go home. Sure enough, man, it took everything. It took everything. I'd been in, I'd been laying down for six weeks. I was like that, that big around. Yeah. Bambi I, legs. To, I had Bambi legs. So I got to that wheelchair and I looked at that doctor and I said, I'm going home. And he's like, all right, let's, let's give it a shot. So if you can, if you can swallow within three days, we'll, we'll do the next step. So anyway, long story short, um, within three days, I got, I, I told him I, I swallowed. I was able to walk to the wheelchair on my own. I was like, let's go. We're out of here. They let me go home. So within three days, waking up from a uh, um, brain surgery and uh, um, being in a um, coma, I was, I was home. And then I, I learned to walk and talk again on my own at home. So that's my story. That's awesome. Bro, there's so many more questions. <laughs> no, I know. It's, it's just there's, um, a, there's a lot, man. Like my, my, my thought process is um, I wonder what the experiences are for different people with different faiths or people that don't have faith. Probably the same, no matter what. Okay. This is where it gets into the metaphys- metaphysical. And again, I'll give you, I'll give you a brief, brief thing. The more I learn and the more I talk to people on the metaphysical uh, understanding, uh, there are different levels. There's our level, there's the sub-level where the dark the dark forces reside, and there's other levels above that, and then there ultimately there's heaven. Mm-hmm. So when someone that doesn't and when you die, there's gonna be a lot of things pulling you, right? I believe that I wasn't pulled anywhere because I had a faith. I was right. like, I'm, this is where our power comes in. Our our power says, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I, I believe that I was okay because of my my belief. So, but I don't, people that don't believe like I do, it doesn't mean that they're going to go to hell. It just means that maybe they're they're going to go back again. Maybe their energy is going to continue to do that. I, again, I don't know if that's necessarily a Christian way of thinking, but maybe their energy just does do that. But me personally, I don't want to go around and around. I just want to go straight to the to the source. You know what I mean? Mm. And and I do that through the conduit, which is Christ. The Christ being the truth. So. That's all I got, man. That's what I got. You know, to answer your question, I believe that uh, that everyone's we're all children of God. It doesn't matter your faith. It just matters. It does matter your faith. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying you don't. You're not any less loved or any less wanted by God no. because you believe something different. But it is your belief. It's like it's like the it's like the Indians when the Indians were, first saw the ships come into um, port. Uh, there's a story that the Indians couldn't see the ships in the harbor. They couldn't see that because they've never seen ships before. It was one shaman that saw ripples in the water that eventually he looked long enough and was able to open his mind up that he saw a ship. When he saw the one ship, he was able to see all the ships. Now, the question is, did the ships miraculously appear? No, they were there the whole time. But his perception then allowed him to see reality. My perception... I know I just froze there for a second. My perception is going to change my reality. And that's that's true for all of us. So if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in Christ, and you don't believe in a heaven or hell, he's going he's gonna to honor that. He's going to let you be in some other dimension or some other energy. Um, it doesn't mean that uh, you know, you're a bad person or any of that stuff. Um, 
So I could just keep talking until you ask me another question, but that's that's where I'm at right now. So, so all that to say, all that to say, we're all loved. We're all loved, and we're all one. We literally are, and I don't. And that's the that's the thing that bothers me so much is that we, if we could just connect, there would be an explosion of energy. There would be an awakening. There would be an understanding that would blow everything else out of the water. It would be creation all over again if we could just come together and leave all this other shit behind. You notice as soon as we start getting together, more wars. More wars, more wars. That, that, boom, 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 you know? that is what has been bothering me this past week so badly is that we were having a very um a very a very good awakening. People were whether they liked each other or not, they were still uniting to the fact that things were not on the up and up. They were waking up to the bullshit and they were aware. And then now you have these same people right back to where they were before fighting over which babies should be dying and deserve to die. They're separated yes. again. And it's like, how could you be so stupid? How could you be so dumb to allow it to happen? But this, but they're less now. They're less. Like you're, yeah. you're I watched the show last week. They are less. You know what I mean? Everyone's not rah, rah, rah right now. Like 9-11, yeah. I was rah, rah, rah. I was ready to go fight. But there, I am... The I am a true red-blooded American. I love my country, and I'm telling you something's fishy, and I'm not going to go be rah rah rah. You know, yeah. I'm not going to want any any of our men and women to go die. I can't even stand being on sense. Twitter right now. It's so it's so everything's it's pretty, so it's, it's, it's truly toxic. Yeah, it's like it's like it's worse than it's like it's like literally the anger virus is being passed around. It's so it's yeah. so it's so gross. Yeah. So so I try to stay off of that stuff. I, I try to tell people about my films. By the way, let's remind everybody that Time yes. for Every Purpose is out on Apple TV, uh, uh, Amazon Prime. And Where can um, people find you? And you're also offering, you're starting to, to give classes now because you trained with uh, Ken Yulo, who worked with uh, what, Pacino? Nero, Pacino, Hoffman. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't take on very many. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's little Yoda, man. He. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't take a lot. He only takes uh, uh, if you. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, like he doesn't just take anybody. You got to He's got to You know what's the word? I can't think of the word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, referral. Oh, referral. Padwans. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna start giving lessons here in Tampa, um, in person lessons, and then I'm starting a course. I'm gonna do an online course. Hopefully, it'll be out by February or March. So it's called the eye level approach, and and Ken is I'm the only other person that Ken's given the, right, the rights to to teach this uh, this approach. But it's it's good enough for De Niro, it's good enough for Hoffman, it's good enough for Pacino, it's good enough for Williams, you know. So it's it's, <laughs> nice, it's good. nice rub there. Yeah. You did good take it there. Thank you very saying, much. Some Notary Seven is saying a must see film. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it has been out for two nights now, so people have had a chance to see it. So we have a good review here already. So you're uh, a, a time for every purpose. I'm sorry. I missed that. I, you, I froze and again. Notary seven said uh, a time for every purpose is a must see film. It's phenomenal. So Why don't you oh, talk it's about, awesome. Can, yeah. can you briefly just talk about some of the, so I, I know you don't have much time, but can you talk about some of the stuff that you were in or, or, or going to be doing soon that we're going to be able to see? Are you going to be doing any holiday stuff? So I can tell my mom, mom, oh, meth gator. Mommy, uh, that guy, he was on my show and he's, he's playing Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not, no Santa Claus stuff yet. I, um, 
But like I said, Time for a Purpose just came out. It's a really good film. I'm, I mean, it's not. It needs. It's it's good as far as like a faith based film. It's the best one I've ever done. I think, except for the Investigator. I think the Investigator is pretty good. Nah, God, where are you? Is pretty good too. Because I mean, whatever. Anyway, but my um, the Attack of the Meth Gator, which is Asylum Pictures. They do Sharknado. I've done a couple pictures for them. It's fun. It's just fun and it's silly. Um, so uh, they can, yeah. So my Instagram is there. There's also you can just find me on uh, Facebook. I actually do Facebook more than Instagram. Uh, right definitely Facebook. Facebook uh, just Wade Hunt Williams. Um, so um, this movie I just finished yesterday is called uh, Greek Mothers Never Die. It's my first romantic comedy. It's hilarious. I don't I don't know when it's going to come out. Um, Probably within the next couple of years. Who knows? Wait, so you had to have a Greek accent, right? I did have to have the Greek accent. So I worked on the Greek accent for uh, many, many months. And then I had to do this for about three weeks up there in the, uh, what do you call it, Amelia Island, Island of Amelia. And so that was a very much very fun. And so uh, I do like being a character actor. I like I like creating things that didn't exist uh, until I, I brought them to life. So that was a very fun movie. Um, what did I do in New York? I did... Uh, Q, uh, Q and on the musical. Um, <laughs> that is, that's a series. It's a, a documentary that's going to be coming out. I don't know when. Q and on um, the musical. Q and on uh, the musical. Will you say Q and on the musical? Q and on the musical. That's yeah. amazing. It's great. If you don't believe any of the conspiracy theories, you're gonna love it. If you believe every single one of the conspiracy theories, you're gonna love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's just hilarious. No matter what you believe, it's hilarious. I'm excited about it. Can you, can you do? I was going to ask. I was going to ask him to do the same thing, but really, before you, that, you have a, you have a, you have a uh, glass of stuff for your now, so. now you're putting me on the spot, and when you put me on the spot, I get very angry, and I want to like very, like, very, I will start to burn people if you put me on the spot like this. So no, nine, I will not. Herman. <laughs> Can you do Australian because I have Australian. I, do know, I don't. I don't do Australia very well. I don't. My well, daughter Scottish. does Australia. I do Scottish a little bit. Scottish is one of those things. Kind of follow into and to do that. I guess that's not a problem. Now, the Scot the guy I went to Scotland. I love Scotland. And then my one of my favorite ones is just before writing to is the Irish accent. So I do the Irish accent. I the thing about for young actors is what you want to do is you want to like go around your own house and just talk to yourself, create different characters. So if when someone comes to me. And says, "Hey, listen, can you do this?" I go, "Of course I can. I don't even have to learn it." But the Greek accent is one I have to had to learn because it was one, it was Greek accent is like just come like come in come in Italian New York. and Turkish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got Tarpon Springs next to me, so it was kind of easy. Yeah, that's awesome. So dude. join me and so, in the time for purpose for thirty. Yeah, yeah. Join me in the Join me in the pub. Yeah, what is going on here? Four thirty. I, 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 I just like right. to say four thirty. Say four thirty. Say four thirty again. Four thirty. Four thirty. Four thirty. Like Dublin. Dublin. What's the Dublin. I like it. I love it. I can't. I, I can't, love it. I, I can't do accents. I do make fun of my friend. Uh, and then I no. I do also. I do also do the New York accent. Don't worry. I, I don't worry. I, Ray, I'm not leaving you behind. All right. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not leaving you behind. All right. So don't you and oh. me. You and me, we got some things to talk about. You know what I'm well, saying? Listen. You you call me up, we talk a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Can can you can you do a, a Boston accent? You know, uh, you talking about jumping in the car, you know, going to the ballpark. I, I, I go to the, the park and get a little bit of dog there. Yeah, 
Yeah. The Kakis, <laughs> the Boston accent is very, very close. Yeah, it means like the Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, for me, there's like there's as an as a character actor, there's a few things that I click into, and once I click into it, I can stay there. Um, so the Boston and New York are kind of close. He's wicked smart. He's wicked don't be smart. <laughs> you know what it is? I, I used to date a girl from Salem, New Hampshire. I mean, don't be smart. I'm sorry. And uh, we used to go oh, see the Red Sox. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Do it like that. Yo, that's so funny. Did you? Did I tell you that story? It's so big. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But listen, all jokes aside, man. I um, I was dating this girl. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Wait, I was dating this okay. girl from Salem, New Hampshire, right? And she she had been. I was in. I was going to school, and she was in NYU. So we started dating, and um, the first time, I'm, I'm just, uh, the first time we hooked up, mm-hmm. right? Like her made her, made passionate baby Jesus love. I understand. Her, yep. her Boston came out, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> she's like you're wicked hot." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> just like that? <laughs> you're wicked hot. Like, hotter, hotter. Hotter. Uh, yeah, yeah, hotter. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. wicked. Uh, that's that's you. Oh yeah, pound oh, me like that. Kind of like a hand there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wicked there. I swear to oh God, my God. I stopped. I bet, I, you, was like, I, I, I bet you weren't very hard after that. No. I was like, what? I actually said, what did you say? Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> and she had lost the loop That's of the hilarious. accent. It was awesome, dude. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus, man. Things right, are funny. Can... Life is funny. We have to. I got to get going because I have three more podcasts after this. Hey, Just... You freaking Dorsa. No, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm 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 great. I'm grateful to have so much work today. Yay! Um, <sighs> it's just a long day. But thank you guys. Thank yeah, you guys thank for you having for me. April here, Wade. Wade. Thank you. Well, Wade Hunt Williams. Look him up, guys. We didn't even talk about his music, but we're gonna do that. To, you have to look up his music. Especially, uh, I I love the Phantom of the Opera thing that he did. But if you oh, like country uh, music, of the opera. Yeah, yeah. Ray sings too. You guys oh. could do a thing. You guys could do a thing. It's, it's wicked hot. It's gonna wicked. be wicked hot. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be wicked. That would be wicked hot. That would be wicked hot. Wicked hot. Wicked hot. Yeah. It's so hot, Ray. It's oh, oh, Ray. Yeah, I like when you That's hit those notes there, Ray. That's oh. so good. No, yeah, but, yeah. No, but uh, oh, yeah. Geez. So uh, yeah, check out check out yeah, Wade just, Hunt Williams' just, music. Just Google me, Wade Hunt Williams, and you'll see the movies. Oh, hello. Hi. Wait, Hi. Stop. What are those? No, don't stop. We're out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, All right. Thank you guys. Thanks, God you bless. guys. Have a good one. We will see you again Wednesday night. Please share the show. Uh, put it out there. Remember, we got Shelly Martinez coming from Halloween. Oh, I'm going to be next, wicked hot. Yeah, well, wicked hot. Wicked hot. So, Halloween, or right before Halloween, she's coming in. She's coming hot, guys. She's coming in hot. She's coming in wicked hot. And, ladies and gentlemen, for, on that note, oh, damn it. I didn't have it hooked up. Big ass cities. I'll do it myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, next week. Here. One, two, three. Big ass big cities. Big ass cities. Woo! <laughs> Good night, guys. Love you all. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Big ass titties. <laughs> Got it. What knockers? Boobies. <laughs> and the one she hates. And she no. showed me her boobies, and I like them too. Uh, that, that Bobby Boucher. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>